Are you ready? Got to hold and give it, do it at the right time. You can be slow or fast, but you must get to the line. Get to hit, that. <laughs> hit you and hit you. What do you mean? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Series 1, Episode 9 of the Calendom Talk Nonsense podcast. I can't believe we're here. Uh, the penultimate episode of Series 1 of this great podcast. I'm Callum Nickel. I'm joined by my good friend, as always, Mr. Dom Meadowcroft. Dom, firstly, how are you, mate? How was your holidays? And secondly, what on earth is this World Cup we've got? <laughs> Honestly, honest to God. Yeah, and I do apologise. Obviously, last week I went to Barcelona on Tuesday and we usually record on Monday and I edit on Tuesday. So I just didn't have time to do it. Um, it was great. It's horrible coming back to two degrees. Right? It was like 20 over there. Honestly, it was even walking. Um, the amount I did, I don't. I hate walking as well. And even doing that was <laughs> felt nice. In, in December, being warm in your T-shirt, it didn't feel like Christmas and... I mean, how are you, Cal? How are you as well? Good, mate. Yeah, I've, honestly, I've um, been doing nothing but watching the football. <laughs> There's not yeah, too yeah, much it's all right. It's all right, honestly. It's, honestly, it's... Um, obviously, we've got loads to talk about today, so we're going to get straight into it, but it leads into it in itself because this World Cup, you know, for all that was said, I think we tried our best as a podcast, and I think we did a good job of not talking too much about it in negative terms. And when we did talk about it, we really were trying and struggling to get in the mood, get the World Cup fever. And all it took was a couple of balls to be kicked. <laughs> and yeah, straight into it. Obviously, we'll get on to England. Don't worry, we'll talk all about how we might be just believing and just about dreaming. But to start, I just want to ask you, especially what are your feelings about this World Cup? Because mine are... Oh, I mean, it, it's such a, it was such a slow burner, the first couple of games, and then, bang, the England game came 6-2. The first half made it so easy. I've never been as comfortable watching an England game in a World Cup in my life. I've never been so easy in the second half. I was at work watching the game with a bunch of lads in the director, and we we almost went in this, went off in the second half just because it was so so comfortable. And then, not only that, you got the upsets of... Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, which I've said a lot of times on this channel, is the biggest upset in World Cup history. I I cannot think of another game. Maybe North Korea beating, almost beating uh, Portugal in the 1966 World Cup. Um, I think there's not only that. Tunisia beating France, Morocco, who have just beaten Spain. Morocco, man. <laughs> Morocco. And we can talk about that in a second. This... I love it. I think on 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 the pitch, it has been the the best World Cup that I've ever seen in my life. It's made me not even think about Christmas. Yeah, uh, it made me forget about presents, which is now we're now on the seventh. <laughs> the podcast is out on the eighth. I'm sure I still won't have any presents still. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a knock on the door at some point. Um, honestly, I it it it's so good. It's so refreshing to have it in in the winter. I didn't think it could be. I remember. On this podcast, we even said it doesn't even feel like the World Cup. I, I'm not even getting involved. I don't really like it because of all the nonsense beforehand. Nonsense is a very, very casual term to call the off the field. Uh, um, 
but yeah, I've I've loved it so far. What is what is your thoughts on it? Well, exactly the same. I think um, you know, just as you said, starts off the first game weren't the worst of games. It, but it was sort of laughing at Qatar and how bad their team were in that Ecuador game to kick it all off. Um, and you know, silly political things from the very start. Of the game on BBC, they don't show the opening ceremony. You start to think, what is this? Is this going to be a circus? This. And it's unfolded, and I completely agree. In my lifetime, and you know, speaking to people older than me, they're saying the same. Uh, it's the best World Cup I've ever seen in my life. And I think what I love so much about it, which is quite an interesting topic, really, and it's not um, not entirely a positive one, but it makes for an overall better and more competitive, interesting World Cup. It feels like a real coming-of-age tournament to me because you look at... There's a couple of stars that are still divide, uh, defying their age, but a lot of them, from a lot of teams, a lot of countries, their top players can't do it anymore. And this is sort of the turning point. You see it in this World Cup, like some Wales and teams like that, Spain and players that are there. And um, you see these older players that you used to love, Belgium and their yeah, golden generation. Yeah. And, and it's gone yeah. now. It's, it, yeah. you know, out in the group stage. And then it just feels like, this tournament, obviously, we're at a stage now where, you know, separated the men from the boys mainly, but some of those results in the group, just absolutely inspiring, you know, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant, I've loved every second of it, every game you're on the edge of the sheet, of your, edge of your seat, because you, you're you not quite sure what's going to happen, and I think that is the most beautiful thing about a World Cup, in a lot of tournaments, a lot of league football and stuff that we're used to every week, you're pretty certain what's going to happen a lot of the time. Uh, and the odd upset occurs, but in this, you know, everything is open and, you know, teams like Morocco, you have to just take your hats off to them because it's absolutely unbelievable what they're yeah. doing. And to a point and to a standard, the team that they've, you know, moulded together, I don't know who's going to win the game between them and Portugal. And no, we'll get to no. our predictions, but just the beauty of the World Cup, there's always a story, but there seems to be a million stories from this World Cup. And Honestly. yeah, you could go totally through enjoyed it. You could go through every single group, like Group A, obviously Qatar first ever World Cup, Group B, USA showing that they are here and they're here to stay because they are such a young team. Mm. I mean, sorry, Group B. And then Group C, obviously Saudi Arabia. Group D, Australia. I mean, nobody thought Australia would make it through that group. Denmark make yeah. that collapsing at the last second. I'll jump to F because I think E is the best group. So, I'll, in fact, I'll go to E right now because I don't know about you, but this is my group of the tournament. Group E, yeah. Spain, Costa Rica, Germany and Japan. At one point, Costa Rica and Japan were both <laughs> going through. I think it was a minute that and 20 minute seconds, was wasn't it? Mental. It was, and, uh, and, you know, you got Group F coming up. Yes, thank you. <laughs> group <laughs> F with Belgium crashing out. Morocco, unbelievable. Like you say, Croatia just about beating Japan as well. Mm. Uh, group G, which people thought Serbia would go through. Uh, as a lot of people had them as dark horses. Cro yeah. One point they had. <laughs> and and ultimately, they had the, the most entertaining games in the whole World Cup, I think, so far. 3-3-3-2, three, 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 and <laughs> they just can't keep it out of the back. <laughs> and then Uruguay, obviously. Ghana and Uruguay, that last game. The, the storyline, you know, I love a story arc. Ghana, happy that they're going out with Uruguay, not even bothered about themselves. It almost seemed that way, didn't it? Seeing yeah, Luis Suarez crying was just... Exactly, exactly. I, I, <laughs> and that's just the group stages. We've got the round of 16 as well. 
uh, I didn't. I don't have that as a graphic, but I did have that before. There, there has been some obvious results. Portugal, I mean, flying against Switzerland. I'm not sure whether Switzerland were poor or Portugal were good. It's difficult mm. to say. Um, sick of Ronaldo now, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I think we should ban him. I've always yeah. said that we should have a form of Room 101 on this podcast, and it might be oh, really? we bring into. Uh, that's not a bad show, you know. Because yeah. I'd, love I'd love there just to be some curse words where we say them and then we give each other the little look like, you shouldn't have said that. No, <laughs> and yeah. then we, we banish it, we say a little prayer and then we move on. And he, yeah. his name would be my first inductee to the Absolutely. Room yeah. Get in the bin. Today, um, I feel, but, today, today I feel the Ronaldo. Ugh. Yeah, come on. That's even worse <laughs> than what he said. If he said that, then he would have been cancelled, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. But um, <clears throat> no, it's uh, it's oh god, it's up in the air, and I love that we're at this stage now, um, into the quarterfinals, and it's still up in the air because yeah. a team that we're going to move swiftly on to is our home nation, which you know a lot of people say a lot of things about England and about how we are as a team, uh, but this tournament. Seriously good stuff. And, with you know, the USA game, you think, oh, all right, it's a little bit of a stumbling block. But to react the way we have, you know, it's brilliant. And that's I think that's what it's all about now for England and for Gareth Southgate is this is a mammoth, mammoth, you know, team that we're going to face. And yep. I think it might be, looking at it competition-wise, it'll be the toughest team that we face in a, uh, you know, a competitive yeah, tournament under Gareth Southgate ever. And we really learned a lot about him on Saturday for me. And I think we learned a lot about what this team is made of and the leaders in the team and, you know, what they can bring to the table. And I do genuinely believe, you know, you'll have your opinion as well. I do believe if England beat France, England will win the World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> so good full stop that way. Yeah. <laughs> you wave? Okay, I thought you were going to say something afterwards, but yeah, yeah. I think um, obviously the Senegal game was a potential banana peel that we could have gone out with. I think in past World Cups, you look at when we lost against Portugal in the quarterfinal, that we should have won that game. There's been games where we should have won, like, like 2016 Iceland, we should have won, where we should have won, made it hard for ourselves, but. We made it so easy for ourselves. And again, like the first game, like the Wales game, it's so, so comfortable to see. And it's such a weird state of mind after the whole Nations League uh, trip-ups. And like I don't know whether he was just experimenting with teams or experimenting with players, because ultimately they are just friendlies, aren't they, at the end of yeah. the day? Yeah. And the World Cup is where you need to pr provide the uh, quality. And, and we have so far, I, th I think that, you know, Putting in Henderson was a genius move. Not many people would have done that. I think he needs. We needed his experience and his leadership in that team next to Jude Bellingham, who could push up further. You know, Jude Bellingham is not only good at going forward, but he's also good at the defensive work of midfield as well. He's pretty good at everything, isn't he? Really? Yeah, that's what I mean, <laughs> but having having Henderson and Rice at there means that Bellingham can push up forward, and you could you'd see how much Koulibaly struggled to pass forward and. He, the high press of Jude Bellingham in that midfield, age of 19 as well. He's 18 oh, and 19. 19, yeah. Mental. Absolutely. He's, he's, he's seven years younger than me. And I'm <laughs> thinking, can you 
be the father of my children. I, I just, <laughs> I don't <laughs> It's the truth, though, isn't it? He is um, just a player that, you know, that those type of players, they don't come around often. And I've seen a lot of things uh, that really frustrated me, actually, uh, in, the, in the last few days regarding Jude Bellingham uh, saying he just needs to be careful now, not let it get to his head so he doesn't end up like Deli Ali. And I think, I think people who think things like this and say things like this without thought, they should just go on YouTube, easy as anything. Just go on YouTube, little search, Jude Bellingham interview, and watch anyone you want. And you know full well the people around him, his family, his agent, his unit, his team that he's at currently, everybody who manages him and knows him and is around him, his fellow players, know that that kid, is, his head is so screwed up. He's the most mature 19-year-old I've ever heard. He could be a pundit now and he'd be better than half the pundits there. His voice, everything about him, he's just a very well-mannered, respectable young man who's doing it properly and doing it the right way, which makes him so attractive to, you know, I'm a Liverpool fan and, you know, what we're hearing at the minute is it's looking good for us, which is mind-blowing, really, to be <laughs> a player like that. is like, you know, Christmas, it's winning the lottery. It's an incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But to have a player like that in our team, we were talking about it the other day. Um, that is the difference between where we were in the Euros. And this, listen, this could all on Saturday night all come back to haunt us and France could do a job on us. Of course, they can, they can do a job on anybody, France. But who are we if we're not dreaming? And the one logical thing that I can see from an England team that took the lead against Italy in a Euros final and ended up getting it all so wrong, losing their heads away a bit and then ended up losing it on penalties, is Jude Bellingham. That is the difference, the big, big difference. Obviously, Phil Foden's got a bigger input now, hopefully, as he started to play a bit more later into the tournament. Um, but Jude Bellingham in that midfield, I can't speak high enough of him. I, I've never seen a player at his age like that because you know you even talk about players like Wayne Rooney these are like legends of the game but they didn't they had a raw Wayne Rooney had a rawness and something that wow spectacular you, your eyes are glued to him Jude Bellingham's doing about five jobs on the pitch at 19 doing them better than any 30 year old that I've seen could possibly do and it's it's yeah. mind-blowing it's we're right to get excited because I truly believe he has the right people around him to keep him level-headed and know what the task at hand is, wherever he's at, whatever club he's playing for. And I truly believe there is a strong chance he could be one of, if not England's best ever player, if he really, if he carries on in this trajectory currently, I think he'll be miles ahead if he keeps going how he is now. He's currently on, he was on 19 caps before the World Cup at 19. So, I mean, I mean, 125, I think, is Peter Shilton's record. Yeah, and you, that's all he. That's all he could be, and that's a goalkeeper that played for England for twenty years. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> it, 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 honestly, if he doesn't get that's the the injury part is the only issue, isn't it? Obviously, he's so young that you don't want to don't, you don't want to jack Will Shrim, and and I think we might have learned from that as well. You know, it, as a country, Correct, as, yeah. you know, I think that to put so much pressure on some... I think it is, right? We put so much pressure on Jack Wilshire at the time because he was he was in 2012. We had nobody in midfield. But now we have Rice and we have Henderson and we have Calvin Phillips, if you want to say it. James O'Prowse mm. sort of not there. We do have players that are around him that could easily go into the team. Obviously not as good, but yeah. Jack Wilshire. It was Jack Wilshire and then Jake 
Jake, what's it called? Livermore. Jake you know, Livermore. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't, there was nobody there. So there was so much pressure on him at the time. And yeah, I think I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring up this segment again, but I will. This is an impromptu one, Carl. This is one that I mentioned before. The fact that they always mention that Kane gets so defensive in as a striker, it just irritates me so much when I hear people, usually the older generation, why is that strike? Why why is he going so deep to get the ball? It's like, yeah, that that's what he does at Tottenham. That's why he gets thirty goals a season. He scored. He scored last game. <laughs> yeah. What about that annoys me the most is he never used to do that and he used to be called one-dimensional and, it, you know, a one-season wonder, two-season wonder, three And oh it was really, God. you know, credit to Jose Mourinho and his Tottenham spell. He didn't do too much at Tottenham, but what he did do was show Harry Kane how much talent he has as an overall, an overall footballer, not just a goal scorer. Yeah, Brought exactly. him back. So he came into that false nine position so many times. He's linking up with Son. Son doesn't get a golden boot for no reason. You know, you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why Harry Kane's in the team. Son's in it as well. And Son yeah. gets a golden boot. You know, And I think that's credit to Jose Mourinho, but also credit to Harry Kane himself. And yeah, drive me mad because it's mental, isn't he got, it? He was called he's... for being one-dimensional. Now he's being called for coming back and getting the ball and playmaking. Crazy. Absolute gamma salt, <laughs> isn't it? I, I think I think it's perfect for that. I think that the the, the fact that he, I'm looking at Harry Kane when he has a ball on the pitch and he's making passes that I don't even see when I'm watching TV. Yeah, like he, the way he anticipates them making a move before they even make it when he passes it. It his playmaking is just as good as his goal scoring. Yeah, and I'm so happy that he scored against um, Senegal because it means that he's now got a knockout goal and it means that you can finally say that he scored it in an important game, you know, rather than his stat patting, you know. I don't know why there's these excuses, to be honest with you. It's it's a media thing, isn't it? And it'll always be there. And, you know, yeah. like you say, the likes of Jude Bellingham, it'll come for him as well. And, you know, there'll be a time when something happens. It might even be this, this Saturday, God forbid. Well, Jude, we thought that you were the saviour and, you know, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. It's against France, but obviously, Carl, should we go on to the next segment? I think Definitely. I think we should. We have predictions to make, Dom, because it is the quarterfinals of the World Cup. And there is the graphic on the screen. And I mention them. It looks very good, doesn't it? We have to start. We have Croatia versus Brazil. Uh, we have Virgil van Dijk's Netherlands against Lionel Messi's Argentina. Uh, the okay. underdogs, Morocco against Portugal. Uh, and that fell on the screen that don't talk about anymore. Just don't and, talk uh, about <laughs> and uh, mighty England <laughs> against France. And obviously one fixture for us obviously stands out. Um, but so I just wanted to, let's, uh, let's run through each game, give some so predictions. The, so obviously, Carl, the first game is Netherlands versus Argentina. That is the first game. Oh, is that the morning one? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it goes. It goes more. It goes second, first, fourth, third. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the first game is obviously, like you say, Virgin Van Dyke's um, Netherlands versus Argentina. Is it? Has there been any? There's not really been that much talk from uh, the um, Netherlands team. I feel like we we sort of stepped over them. I think. I've said it in my predictions video on my own channel. I think that we've we've gone past 
them as actual winners and you know they've they've made it look really comfortable so far well this is the thing with te- there's always a team that does this and they always tend to be the team that does a bit and surprises you and ends up biting you on the backside uh teams like italy italy have always done this when they won the world cup when they won the euros slow burner to start off no one really talks about them they think the squad's not good enough to win it they're doing well fair enough they've got through they've got through the group got through the knockout rounds um but I seriously, I believe that Holland were, are going to beat Argentina. I think they're a better yeah. team than Argentina as a whole, as a unit. They have so much excitement going forward. With you know, Cody Gapko is in the race for the Golden Boot. Uh, he's doing really well. Van Dijk at the back. Um, I have the pleasure of watching him every week, and there's been doubters and critics this season. The way he's played in this World Cup cements everything that anyone feared about him. He is absolutely brilliant he's blowing them out of the water playing really well with confidence as a leader and they just have a really well-rounded no bar him and you know Cody Gakpo maybe in the future there's no real superhero players bar Virgil van Dijk in that team uh they don't even have a proper goalkeeper yeah and they're all playing a part and there's a nice little uh bit of sentiment towards Holland in this tournament. Um, so I think if we're doing predictions, my first prediction would be Holland 2, okay. Argentina 1. Now, um, I'm not sure if you've seen my video that I put out today about a couple of hours ago. I said, if I don't get three of the four, I will do a forfeit oh. of, down, of drinking something of something on this podcast next week or whoever puts a comment on my video and i said argentina will win this game because i predicted them to win the world cup at the start and i can't go back on my choice yeah. Yeah. i was just having a look at the um netherlands team and they've even got delete on the bench which yeah. is insane isn't it i think um they've even got players coming through like javi simmons um David Klassen, somehow is he still there? Crazy, he's playing as Frankie well. Frankie Young, you know, mm. Memphis Depay, but, uh, you know, Dumfries as well. I think I was just, I, 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 like I say, I've not properly watched Netherlands this campaign because maybe, I, I, I'm not really sure to be honest, maybe because the group was a bit boring. I think that may, might be the reason. The yeah. game against USA was a bit, I, I thought that they would win. USA, if they had a striker, I think could have won that game. To be honest with you, and I think that it's going to be a very close game, isn't it? Because yeah, it's just it, it, the the thing is, you, you've got to make sure you can't overload on Messi because there's so many others. But Messi's so good that you can't mm. ignore him. Yeah, that's. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for a two-one Argentina win. Ooh, uh, so vice versa scoreline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the next game, the next game is Croatia versus Brazil. So I will go first. Obviously, I think we're going to go for the same thing, aren't we? Potentially, I think so. I think so. Croatia were lucky to get through against Japan, but usually, you know, you buy your own luck. I think that Modric is aging. Kramic, is, Kramic isn't doing that well. Rakitic is retired. Perisic, who I get talked about as looking like me. Uh, scored a great goal actually against Japan. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> and I think Brazil have too much firepower. I think they've got too much depth. And even if you get past the defence, the midfield, 
you've still got the best goalkeeper in the world, haven't you? And the goal. I you think do. that I'm going to go with a three nil Brazil win. I think it's going to be a comfortable one. Yeah, I uh, I can't really see too far past what you've said there. I think if I'm, I really want to with this. I'd really like to. Whilst we're predicting, give both teams as much as I possibly can to try and muster up if there's a possibility that some, you know, a different result could happen. But I can't see past Brazil here. I think one thing about Brazil that will be interesting the next round in the semi-finals, because I do think they will win this game. I think they'll win it comfortably. I think I'll say 2-0 cruising, yeah. just bouncing around 2-0. Um, the thing with Brazil that really interests me, uh, the career game, obviously whitewashed, battered them. Um, but the way that Korea played, you know, they could play like that against any team in this tournament and they're getting the exact same scoreline against them. I still believe that even with the quality shown with the goals, I don't think we've seen Brazil threatened in any sense of the world. Of the word. Yeah. And I don't think that's anything to do with how good they are. I think it's, the, it's to do with the opposition. And I think... You know, I, I don't really want to talk about the Cameroon game because, you know, they played a weekend side and it, they were through anyway. The, the minds yeah. aren't on it. Um, but the teams that they've played, I don't think there's one team that they've played, maybe so for England as well, but I don't think there's a team that they've played where I've thought, everyone's ranting and raving about these guys. And, I, you know, wait till they play Argentina or, on, or the Netherlands. And then I think after the semi-final... If they convincingly beat either of those two teams in the semi-final, then you're terrified, aren't you? If we manage think, to beat France. Do you think um, maybe they're taking it too easy? Because obviously, Cal, get that Gavin Thoughts up again. Gavin <laughs> Thoughts, not quite Brexit, but if you hear it in the crowd, then you want to exit. There we go. Um, the celebrations, obviously, there has been a lot of people on TalkSport, mainly the likes of Simon Jordan. A lot of people called that him... He would he would say something about it, um, but basically all of them, well, all the older ones, uh, bar Ali McCoy's because he is the uh, goat. Um, yeah, <laughs> honestly, what a man. Um, um, yeah, they were raving, they were ranting over the the celebrations. It's like they're having fun, like just let them be, let them mm. let them have fun, like you see. What if you're not in the in this world to have fun? Then what's the point? They, they said, "Oh, then maybe they're taking the piss." But it's got a goal in the World Cup. Like, calm down. Mm. I just I, um, I, any thoughts on that? Like, I agree, hundred percent. Sadly, there is a but, but not a big but. Uh, I completely agree with what you're saying. Uh, in his defence, Simon Jordan was pushed and prodded by Jim White as he usually oh, is, was he? Oh, and then um, he got to the point where he said, "No, no I don't dislike it." But I don't, you know, I'm not sat there in awe of them doing a, a little dance. Um, it just, you know, it means nothing to me. It doesn't affect me in any way. And people took that the wrong way. And I think a few Twitter accounts wanted oh, to, back, to back their uh, predictive tweets up. So they put the video on the bottom. Um, the thing is for me about it, and it's cultural and it's brilliant. I am a rugby union fan and I'll... Love every time that England play New Zealand, I watch the hacker because it's just you know it's traditional, it's brilliant, it's beautiful, you know, a country's tradition, and you get to see it and it gives you goosebumps. And that's a Brazilian tradition. Um the surprisingly, because I don't agree with him with too much too many things anymore. Um Roy Keane went too far. That was just silly what he said. 
Well, Graham Souness really made me chuckle because I said to I was talking, me and my missus watched the game together and uh, I said to her, he's right, you know, like he he was saying blah 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 about it. Didn't seem too bothered about it, but he did say someone's going to kick him. And I thought about it myself, and I thought if I was back on you know playing days on a Sunday afternoon. And a few of the a few of the lads are just scored against us <laughs> from Orford or wherever, and they do something like that. I'm going straight. I don't care. I'll get my I'll get my thirty two quid fine. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking nail the pain, and you're getting two footed now. <laughs> but, so that, when Graham Sooner said that, all I could imagine was him in his head thinking, "I'd be straight." I'm going you. to. And he would have been as well. You, you, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, that made me laugh. Roy Keane went too far. I don't mind. I think it's uh, one thing that does wind me up, and I think it's a reverse gammon thought. So I'm just going to put the graphic on anyway. But yeah, imagine that backwards. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing, when they score the goal and they do the celebration, brilliant. And that's a part of World <laughs> Cup heritage, and it's brilliant. Um, this whole thing, it's not a World Cup without Brazil. All this, come off it. I've watched Germany put seven goals past Brazil in my lifetime, batter them and knock them out of a competition in their own backyard. And I didn't take too much pleasure out of it, but it was a shocking, brilliant moment. This whole narrative that, oh, the colour and everything about the Brazil, it's because they've won five of them. You know, it's not... Let's be real. Let's be real right now. The only reason Brazil has been in every single World Cup is because four of the eight get through to the World Cup. Like, exactly, they were, and they're one of the best ones. 13 of, 13 of 48 European sides go through it. It's such a little margin. Mm. Was it five out of 50 in Africa? Yeah. yeah. Like four yeah. out of how many in Asia? Yeah. There's four out of eight in the... I mean, let's, let's behave ourselves. Yeah, it just that that whole thing in itself, I think we've talked about Brazil for too long here, but um, yeah, it, just bit. the idea about them being... I've just seen too much about it. It knocks, it knocks me off them a little bit. And I don't want yeah. to because, you know, they're a cool team. They're doing really well. Uh, but really moving on, <laughs> they are really good. And we'll see even more after their 2-0 victory against Croatia. 3-0, three, 3-0, three nil, three nil, three nil. Yeah. <laughs> the next game <laughs> in the afternoon of Saturday is Morocco versus Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal. That is, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that, yeah uh, that is the, that's the, sorry, that is the third game, is it? We're, we are, we're the last game, aren't we? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. I got that wrong before. Um, <laughs> I was I, in my oh, you know what? You, you've you've almost convinced me to put Morocco, but I've said, <laughs> Portugal, I've said Portugal before, and I have to stick with it. And I just how good Portugal were against Switzerland, and and people thought that Switzerland was sort of comparable to Portugal. I really hope Ronaldo starts. Oh, so yeah. that Morocco win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never heard of this guy, that guy with the hat you've got the hat trick. I had to no, Google no. who he was. And I, I obviously I have the bloody I have my own channel, I have this. I, I, I talk about I think about football every single day of my life. I've never heard of him. I've not i Ramos. I, I, 22 plays for Benfica, doesn't he? What um, a player. What a what yeah. a clinical finisher he is. Talk about I, taking your chance on the big stage. Absolutely. <laughs> with the pressure on you at the time, uh, I, I I just, with him, with Bruno Fernandes, with um, Bernardo Silva, I always, I always forget his name for some reason. Um, I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah, Bernard, I keep coming to say David. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I yeah. ultimately think that Morocco... 
used up all their energy against Spain. And I think that it there is a limit to where these teams can go. I hope that they do get further, but I'm going to say a 1-0 Portugal win. Ooh. I it's a Logan bit of echo there. I simply... I can't see past Morocco. <laughs> really? That sounds ridiculous. And it feels ridiculous because I watched that Portugal game last night and... Uh, yeah, what a team. And they, they did brilliantly. And uh, yeah, but it's the same again. And it's the same thing as what I was saying um, about the Brazil career game. Um, when Switzerland come out and out at Portugal, you know, a better team is always going to do that to you. If you come out and have a go and play like that, being a Liverpool fan the last few seasons, when you're coming at us and having a go, that is the that is like candy for a baby. That is yeah. the best thing we could hope for is you come and have a go at us because we're just going to dink it round. You find it through the middle and we're through. And I said that. Know. I said uh, sorry. I said that with the England game. As soon as Senegal tried to go for us, we yeah. struggled in the first half an hour. As soon as they tried to go for us, they had a couple of chances and there was holes in the back. And bang, 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 three nil. Mm. You know the better teams do it. And getting you know going back to that point is. Portugal do that against Switzerland, um, and you think that's fine. That and to beat a team like that at the World Cup at any stage is, you know, impressive. Yeah. But I look at that Morocco team yesterday. I wouldn't want England playing against Morocco simply because of just the fight. There's, there's yeah. so much. It, they're just dogs. Uh, there was links today. Uh, really good green sauce links uh, with Sophie and Amrabat for Liverpool, and I couldn't it- be happier. He was Have the I got this wrong? In the He's the brother, younger brother of the fellow who played for Watford. Oh, I thought it was the Watford guy. No, no, no. He's, oh, he's, right. like, he's 36. I was thinking, uh, why? Amrabat, okay. Sophie and Amrabat's 24, 25, or he might be 26, well, around mid 20s. And um, okay. he, you know, yesterday, everyone saw it. Uh, the day before, so everybody saw it. I was so confused. I was like, why is he so good? And at Watford, yeah. he was so <laughs> shit. Like, what? But okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He plays for Fiorentino. Right, 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 right. What a player. And, you know, with that heart and spirit, and I've, I did a tweet early on today. I think it was this morning or this afternoon. I'm, I'm still thinking about the winning penalty. I can't comprehend oh the winning God. penalty. It doesn't compute in my brain that you can... Picture this. This is like a, a storytelling. Go on, go on. It's the World Cup. Your nation, the furthest they've ever got is the last 16. You're in a group. You think, oh, can maybe can we get out of it? Gets out of it. You're there. Belgium. Belgium, you by the way. Out. <laughs> you get out of it and you think, oh, we've ended up, we've smashed it. We're top of the group. You've got Spain. Brilliant. Right. We've got Spain. You're playing against Spain, right? Your best player, Ashraf Hakimi, uh, you battle till the end, you get to 90 minutes, over, nil-nil. You get to 120 minutes, over, nil-nil. You go into penalties. By the way, Spain practised oh, 1,000 penalties. Thousand, yeah. <laughs> so, you're in a penalty shootout against Spain. Um, you score two, you miss one. Spain miss all three. Um, you step up. You're born and bred in Madrid, Spain. Played for Real Madrid. But, you know, one of the best players going. One of the best fullbacks in the world. This is for your country. 
to go to the quarterfinals of the World Cup, <laughs> the last kick of the game from the penalty spot. You've never done it before as a country. They're all watching, millions watching at home. You stand there, you look at that keeper in the eye, and in your head all that's going on is the word Penenka. And I, I can't, and then you go and do it, and it works. And, and honestly, oh, it was the softest Penenka I've seen as well. well that was the it beauty was... of it, I think. And I said, yeah. I was talking to my dad and I thought, I can, my mind's blown. And then I was on the <laughs> phone to him and I said, the only thing that makes sense of it is he must have thought, this keeper is thinking the last fucking thing that yes. this fella well, is going to do thing, is thing, that. Yeah. So I'm going to dive to my right and hopefully I'm going to save it. And then when he does it, it's just, that is, um, we've talked about iconic World Cup moments. That takes some serious beat in that. And I don't care what they do next. I don't care if Portugal puts six past them as well. That's it, as as it? iconic moments in a country's history go, and in the fashion it was, there's not many topping that. That was, and, that, and that's I, it. I, I was got, there. Yeah, we've got Morocco with the most iconic World Cup memory. We've got Saudi Arabia's most iconic moment in World Cup history because obviously this is our first podcast since the World Cup started wasn't it yeah probably. which is incredible to say there's been like 50 games in 14 yeah, days yeah, yeah. so what score are you saving for Morocco then um penalties again I'm gonna say penalties <laughs> <laughs> nil nil one one uh, there might be a couple I think one one penalties Morocco. you've only conceded uh, one goal in open not even open player. No, it was sure their own it player, wasn't it? Was <laughs> it an own player? He's got an own goal, yeah. Uh, no, sorry. It's mental. Oh, so, man. obviously, the last game of the quarterfinals is, we know what it is. France versus England. And, um, <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, we've got we've got to back our team, haven't we? I, I, it, it, in fact, I might it, sound like an idiot here. No, and, wait, know. I can't. I, I can't because I didn't on the actual channel. Uh, <laughs> I've got to go with France. <laughs> Quite an England top. Um, no, actually, you know what? The, the predictions I did on my own channel are the actual predictions. You're a I'm going to go with. I am not that guy. I'm not him. I'm not him. You're just um, Dom here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though it's just my name. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly get rid of it. Um, I think we actually can. Um, there we gonna... go. <laughs> I've just got a first name. I'm like uh, Fred. Uh, got, um... Obviously, we know about Kylian Mbappe. Everyone seems to be talking about him. It's like it he's like trained, a secret. Yeah. The what? Hasn't trained this week. Has he not? No, he hasn't. Oh, maybe they're saving him. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful French mind games. <laughs> God love. I mean, it. I mean, what can we say about this England game? I mean, we've spoke about England in 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 depth, haven't we? And we've we know about France. So I'm just going to quickly give my predictions for this one. I'm going to say, with my heart, I'm going to say England two one. Um, but it doesn't count towards my forfeit next week if I get it wrong because I did say France on my own channel. I have, with some, you know, not exactly perfect, I have been a bit mystic this tournament. I wish I'd have bet on the England games, but I hadn't. And I've, I've predicted a couple of scores so far. I predicted us to, I, I said, I think I said um, 
six nil against Iran, <laughs> and then we won six two, which is you know it's near enough. <laughs> I said we'd struggle against America. I said we'd batter Wales, and then I said we'd beat Senegal three 0 So I'm, uh-huh. I'm fairly confident. And you know the the result as soon as we beat Senegal, thinking it's France. The first result that just came into my head is two 0 England convincingly. And I don't. It's yeah. not cockiness. It's not arrogance. I just think they're going to come to that game thinking we're going to do a number on these lot and we're going to run right through that defence with Harry Maguire. And I think footballers are quite naive and they read a lot of things that they see online. They're going to see Harry Maguire on that team sheet and think, are these joking? Harry Maguire in an England shirt, you don't get much better than him. That's a we, fact. We, we were poor against USA, but he was the man of the match that day. He was superb. He didn't do a thing wrong. Unbelievable at the back that day. Yeah. And, and we performed better against, I mean, the Nations thing doesn't count because of friendlies. Let's not count them games. I think we will perform better against the side that comes at us because look at what we've done against Senegal. They came at us and yeah. we, we were much better on the counter. Harry Kane at Tottenham is perfect on the counter. We've got Bakaya Saka and Foden on either side of the wings. We've got Henderson, Bellingham. I mean, it's annoying because it's like it's, we've got the hope, haven't we, in our hearts? But this is about... it. This is, I think this is the most refreshing thing about the biggest compliment that I can give to Gareth Southgate is that my prediction isn't out of hope or out of just pure, you know, patriotic England fan St George's Cross. It's nothing to do with that. Yeah, there is it's, something it's a, in there, isn't there? There is a, a bit of um... a mental. It's just a thought process of how we've played so far, the lack of challenge that France have really faced so far. The naivety that they will bring into the game, I believe. And I genuinely can see, properly see, a, not dominant, because you can't be dominant against, against France, you can't. But I can see a convincingly well-managed 2-0 England victory in this game. That's what I can see. Yep. And then Morocco, Morocco to get to the final. <laughs> that, I'd take that I'd have took yeah, that at the Gro- start Croatia in the final <laughs> yeah oh god we've got a set of score to settle on um, but yeah so having a look at it uh, just to summarise we'll go from top to bottom to make it easier uh, yeah. I think I said 2-0 to Brazil you said 3 yeah and then I said 2-1 to Holland you said 2-1 to Argentina yeah uh, one one after full time and Morocco to win on penalties against. I, I said one nil Portugal, one nil to Portugal, two nil to England against France for me and for Dom. It is two one England on this channel. Call on England, yep, England. <laughs> um, and obviously, we are one no, it's two days away, it's on the Friday, isn't it? This week, um. Obviously, this will go out on the Thursday. Some for the first time this season, we're actually up to date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like anyway. Um, but yeah, there's our predictions. Let let us know what you think, guys, below in the comments as well as I don't know. Is the comments on Spotify? I'm not too sure. Um, but go ahead and check us out on YouTube if you if you're listening. But obviously, um, yeah, I, I, it's it's such an interesting World Cup and. Any of those fixtures, like we say, there's no obvious result. And that's why it was such a a, a good debate to have. I, I think that any of those teams could win the World Cup. Yeah, you could see it, couldn't you? You could see a, a mad Morocco story, 
Um, Croatia slugging through it. They're the two teams that are probably the least likely. Holland have got a great team. And then anywhere from there is, you know, you're not surprised. And that's yeah, the exactly. beauty. And it's brilliant. And hey, Kesara, whatever happens, it's going to be brilliant. And we're going to love it. And we're going to watch every minute of it. So I would just like to say on record, maybe not to the people there, but just as a whole to all the players and the staff of all the teams, fair play. Because you made this <laughs> something that we didn't think it would be. So fair play, everybody there. Today, I feel uh... <laughs> please. <laughs> Fat and please. Um, but obviously, we'll, we'll go into the usual segments now in our podcast. Um, obviously, we're getting yes. past the. Uh, but obviously, we, we and me and Kyle decided that this week we're not going to do a uh, nonsense Hall of Fame because of the no amount nonsense. of games. There's, there's no, nonsense. no nonsense, literally no nonsense. Like the problem no is, but there was nothing that came to our heads. The usuals, like Ronaldo in the past, or like you know Infantano with his "I feel Arab today," or who, who else have we had on that list? Liz Trust. Let's get oh, it. Up. God, politicians go down and... Oh yeah, there's somebody. Let's have a look. So, but we did have a winner. We did we have, have a, a winner, winner last week, and we did <laughs> we the follow up with him. There he is, and he's That's... not in blackface, honestly. <laughs> that, that is uh, I think I remember his last name that is our new nonsense hall of fame nominee John Shirley John, <laughs> John if, you, if you want to come down and give your award then you can do yes yes well done mate well done Sorry. we must uh, confirm that John has not agreed to it and he <laughs> has not commented on it he you know we're trying to reach out for him for comment. We haven't heard anything yet. John Hopefully he's all right. Likes the award. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hearing his, but we do have a message for. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eighty percent. So fair play to him. I can't even remember who I picked. I think it was a referee, Raphael uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you picked. I don't even know. I, I had to Google his name. I was like, oh, okay, but John's gonna win the winner. <laughs> well done, John, mate. Oh god. I, I think well I done. voted for Tom. Uh, for. Did you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I usually always back my own, but I thought not. We'll go for but it. yeah, so we're, what we're going to do is next week we're going to ask. Um, we're going to have Charlie on next. Charlie on next week, and we're going to ask him to make a nonsense Hall of Fame, as well as the next segment, um, because we are on episode nine, tenth oh, yeah. episode next week, which will be our last. And obviously, in our football team, we've got eleven players, but uh, obviously, we've got to mention our. Winner of random footballer of the week. We have a winner, and it is Fabrizio Colaccini with sixty-two point five percent of the vote. It's a pretty convincing victory for him, and I thought as much as well because Dini Bitly Wow, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, yeah, Colaccini yeah. won. <laughs> Well done, mate. Yeah, uh, brilliant from him. Uh, good to have him on board because look at that back four. I wouldn't want to go anyway. Yeah, so currently we've got a back four of uh, we've got Figaro and Chimbonda at full back. I don't sure who the right back will be because I think mm, I think Figaro is a left back. Uh, we've got H- H- Herman Horidison and Fabrizio Colaccini. My God, what a way to say You don't want to be up for a corner against those two, do you? And also just to say the names, to be honest with you. Shaka Hislop in goal, obviously. Beautiful. And then we've got the wingers of who, Cal? Damien Duff and Nakocha? Yeah, I think what the plan is, uh, just in true random Hall of Fame fashion, you look at the 
era, the general average era of the team. It's got to be 4 4 2, hasn't it? So I think it's Damien Duff and JJ O'Cotcher on the wings. Uh, we need some centre midfielders. We do need some centre midfielders. So, Carl, I'm guessing you've got a centre midfielder uh, if we want to get the overlay off the screen, if that's okay, Carl. Um, we've, got, um, we've got to get our. Zoom on. <laughs> Zoom on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a learning fan. <laughs> if you haven't already guessed, um, Cal is the director today. Um, I've taken the back seat for once. I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Go, go it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where the subscribe button is? Oh, actually, don't press it because the overlay goes up a bit. <laughs> oh, <does> it? <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready if you're ready. Oh, God, I'm ready. And um... here you go. Random footballer of the week. Nigel Rio Coca. Jeremy. <laughs> Random footballer of the week. Oh. oh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, like I like that. I like that. I forgot who that human being was. <laughs> I don't know why it popped up popped up in my head. And I said to you, he's one of what he's on a, a, a I'm sure he won a um a Premier League with Chelsea. Yes, randomly. I think he did. I think you know, like, it was it's part yeah. of that weird like clump of players that got that season. But obviously uh, next week will be our last. If you want to vote on our next poll of Jeremy versus Nigel Rio Coca. You can do it on our Twitter at Talk Nonsense Pod, which is below me right now. We do appreciate all the votes that we get. Usually we get around 10, 12, but one week we got 700. So yeah. I, <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, Jeremy played for Newcastle, didn't he? Oh, he might. I'm going to choose Jeremy. Do you want me to put I, I, Jeremy's Newcastle in? I think or Newcastle. Good. And then yeah, I think we yeah. should have had toon poles in it as well. <laughs> I, I tried to do the Fabrizio Colagini. Oh, no. That's the reason why I did it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, there's, I'm, if, I'm, I'm sure he's a centre mid. Just quickly. Go on. I, I did want to think about this. Captain. Oh. Well, I think what I'm going to do as well next week is I'm going to... I'm going to tally up the amount of Premier League apps they've all got. Oh God! Yeah. As well, I re- do you reckon there's over. There's got to be over like one thousand. Yeah. There's got to be a thousand, don't there? I should have gone for Gareth Barry. Then we'd have pissed it, wouldn't we? <laughs> we'd have been well, all I mean, over it. No, there will be like. Yeah. D- Damien Duff and Herman Haridison alone would have at least five hundred. Mm. So between the rest of them. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> I think Amazaki did what a season and a half, so he might let the side down a bit. But I think the rest bit. will be okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant, and I love it. And the most exciting thing that I'm really looking forward to is Charlie has no fucking clue what this segment is at all. No, <laughs> he's going for the Mountain Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so for the big finale next week, we're gonna pull all the. You know, everything out, we're going to do whatever we can to make it a nice big special finale because it's been brilliant. Yes, as well as the best bits, which are going to be the intros that we've had every week. I'm just going to clip them up and put them in one 
continuous like montage for the season. Enchanté, wrap it up. I don't even know what that word means to me. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Spain, honestly, and I didn't know a word. I actually didn't know a word. I knew uh, gracias, and that was it. That's the bill, yeah. please. <laughs> Can I have the bill? Uno, Cerveza. <laughs> Cruz Campo. <laughs> I had this beer that was Moretz and it was uh, 7%. Oh, wow. was, yeah. But that is for our cooldown chats. If you guys want to check that out, I'm not sure when we'll film that. To be honest with you. Um, but um, yeah, that's it for this podcast. Obviously, next up, we're going to have the quiz up. So obviously, I'm not going to bash my fucking microphone this time. <laughs> we, we already got an intro clip off that. We can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might seem fake. Um, <laughs> if we could quickly go to Charlie again, what a lovely man. Off we go. See you in a second. Wrong way. <laughs> oh, down. I don't care. I've just maximize my screen somehow so that's fine it's not good it's not ideal though uh have i done that fuck oh shit. <laughs> this is another intro right now i can oh, see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's the penultimate one though isn't it <laughs> oh god okay guys so we're back for the quiz and charlie is here again we are um <laughs> How are you doing, Charlie? We, you just heard, we just heard that you're a little bit hungover. Yes, uh, I, uh, I had a gig last night and we were talking about potentially doing the pod last night. For one reason or another, I think time ran away with us. And that was my excuse to go and get absolutely smashed. And I did. And, I, and I've been lying in bed all day. And uh, we're recording this now in the evening. And yeah, I've spent the majority of the day in bed. So uh I felt better, but absolutely happy. I can't miss. I can't miss this. You know, I enjoy seeing your faces and uh, testing your brains. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here nonetheless. That's oh, good. good. That's <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, obviously we uh, we went to do it yesterday, and you know, when when the opportunity arises to have a few bevs, me and Cal are oh, always a favorite in favor of that. So yeah, obviously last week As I is. got back. Uh, Somewhat fortunately, because the uh, I forgot what was it. The uh, it was the heights, weren't it? That oh, was yeah, it. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, heights, we, the England team, so yes. we are in the penultimate quiz of the season, and we are currently at 17 all somehow. <laughs> Absolutely, shit, I was dead to be honest <laughs> with you. But as we go along the quiz, we uh, will we do a forfeit? I don't think we will for the first season, maybe the second season, but. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's 17 all. It's tight. It's tense. I understand that Callie's fuming over last week, like you just said. Um, but we <laughs> shall begin. Um, take it away, Charlie. I'll, I'll, I'll move the screen over to you. Cool. Well, as I say, it's um, as I've always, I always sort of try and be humble. Always say, you know, I'm very uh, quizzing. I'm new to this, and I think I've done pretty well to be fair this series. Uh, but I won't lie that I've started to get a little bit like scratch in the barrel for some things. <laughs> so, um, however, I, I promised myself that we'd have, we always have a good fun last round. So I'm going to have a bit of fun with you for the last round. But this first round, I'm not going to lie, guys, as I say, I'm hanging today. I put together a nice <laughs> little quiz. So there's just a couple of, multi there's a few multiple choices, and then we're going to have a great little bit of fun at the end. So um, since we're right, since we've uh, evened the scores up, 
you know, one way or another, we've evened it up. I know Cal's got his own theories about backhanders and whatnot, which I can neither confirm or nor deny. So uh, <laughs> that's never good. <laughs> but um, but I think as he has, uh, he's got a bit of momentum. I think we should start with Dom today. Okay. So we've just fine. so we've just got a few multiple choice questions here, and we've got a bit of a fun last round, which I'll introduce in a sec. But basically, um. Dom, start off with a bit of, still World Cup themed, I should say. Still World Cup themed since we're in the midst of the World Cup. Dom, question one. Which country was the first to win two World Cups? Was it Brazil, Germany, or Italy? Um, I'm just going to go straight out of the bat and say Italy. I think they won the first two. Dom. You are correct. Yes, Italy. Uruguay won the first one, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got lucky yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had that one previously. Yeah. No, yeah, it's Italy with the first oh. team to win it twice. So, yeah. There we go. That's my man. That's my man. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you are. It's all good. Uh, let me just quickly. I'm going to try and make sure I can update the scores as we go along. So, uh, yeah. Oh, if someone else keeps in store, it'd be great. So, we're 17 over now at 18 17. Cal. Yes. In 1962, a stray dog ran onto the field in a Brazil versus England match. Striker Jimmy Greaves picked up the dog. What was the outcome? <laughs> right? This is what I mean, though. This is what... <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. It's what choice, Cal? Right. <laughs> Too fair. Okay, fair enough. Um so, yes, Jimmy Greaves picked <laughs> up this dog, right? right? And there's a multiple choice, so it's not, you know, you've got a bit of a chance, I suppose. But um, was it that the dog got frightened and bit his arm and then ran off the pitch? Was it that uh, the dog peed on him and Jimmy Greaves had to wear that shirt for the rest of the game because um, they didn't have, like, changes of shirts? Or was it that the referee the referee completely saw his ass basically and sent off jimmy greaves because there wasn't a rule um surrounding this in pitching bays with with animals so he didn't do so he sent jimmy greaves off basically <laughs> well, it's obviously it's obviously one or two isn't it? yeah i have a shootout here oh god i don't know um so hang on, can we just say you don't think he sent him off? No. Jesus. No, I don't think so. Oh god, I don't know. I'm gonna have to guess, aren't I? Um it bit him. <laughs> I it pissed on him, didn't it? He yeah, pissed on him, didn't it? <laughs> it pissed on Fuck him. off, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Cal. I am realizing how this comes across now. I'm so sorry. Right. I just hope the viewers are as well. Yeah. So Dom, it's all st it's all about story arts, Cal. Like, it, you, if yeah. I'm winning the last game, then you know you'll come back and win. It's always like it's always like storylines in Corey and wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Right, Dom. Yes. The, f the first tournament that both Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo had, which was, was well, first they both appeared in, I should say, which was 2006. They both scored the same amount of goals. How many goals did they score? Was it one, two, or four? Um, I don't think it's four. I think I think they've only scored. 
seven or eight in total. So it's a shootout again, isn't it? Um, one. I eight. thought you. Were, I thought you were gonna go for four. It was one. Yeah, one. Cal's fuming. <laughs> Do you know why I'm fuming? I'll tell you why I'm fuming because the next question is going to be in the 1950 World Cup, <laughs> Bobby Moore had a pair of boots on. <laughs> what colour were they? Well, you're why? not far, yeah, you're not Cal, you're not far off to be fair. I know, not I'm far not. off. <laughs> no, to be fair. Um, what colour was the ball in the 1966 World Cup final? Oh. Multiple choice, or um, not really, because <laughs> if I give multiple choice, it, it, it's brown, isn't it? Um, see, where'd you say that? Because there's been some debate. I think I'll give it to you because viewers on TV would say it was a dark orange, but I'm googling it now. I'm but, getting on, but, googling yeah, I'm literally googling it now. That is brown. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So yeah, in 1966, the final, the ball was brown. This is just... It's hilarious. You got a point though. You got the point. Yeah, yeah you got a point, Carl. That's fine. So it's, it's uh, also it was it's also uh, black yeah. and white, by the way. So you, can, you know. Yes, exactly. You could have had that. Yeah, so that takes dark Yeah, and I couldn't have questioned it. Uh, so that's now we're at what 1918 to Dom. Yeah. Right, we've got a couple that's of true or falses here, boys. A couple of true or false. Dom. Yes. Uh hang on, let me just make sure I get the right ones here. Sorry. Uh, 1918. 1918 is the question of Carl's next. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh Dom. No country outside of Europe or South America has ever won the Men's World Cup. True or false? Out of Europe and South America. So Europe and South America has okay. always been the uh, yeah where the World Cup winning team has come from. No country has won it. I'm trying to word it right. So no country has won won it outside Wait, of that... South America or Europe. True. Yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to word it right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so maybe yeah. I can word it yeah. So <laughs> yeah. no, no country no, outside yeah. of Europe or South America has ever won the Men's World Cup. The answer yeah. is... Yeah. No no country has won it, yeah. I don't think no, anybody's yeah. going to the final, to be honest with you. That's true. That's very true, yeah. No team outside of Europe or South America has ever won the Men's World Cup. Interesting. Cal. Yes. True or false? England is the only side to have ever won the World Cup wearing red. <laughs> Fuck off, Charlie. <laughs> Honest to God. Uh, wearing, wearing, wearing red. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Wearing red. Sorry, I'll mute myself. What um haven't Hungary won the World Cup? What did they play? Did they win a World Cup? Who can I help? You're testing you're testing my extra curricular skills red, right now. Red, 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 red. Um, sorry. Unless this is the maddest trick question ever, or I've really forgot someone, it's got to be no other team has won it wearing red. So it's true. You think it's true? England are the only team that have won it yeah, wearing red. Yeah, I'd say so. I think you, so too. 
you are correct. Yes. Uh, I was thinking, I, I don't, have Hungary not won it? No, I know no, they had a really no. good team. They got to a few finals, I think. I think something I, think yeah. I read when Spain won it, they were wearing white. Jesus Christ, Spain! <laughs> I completely yeah, they forgot they, about them. They, they wore, wore it in uh, white, though, yeah, in the, uh, the, yeah. No, they wore it in black. Did they? Was it black oh, against, yeah. against Holland? I remember, was it Shabby Alonso get booted in the yeah, chest? Yes. <laughs> by the yeah. But yeah, uh, well, as I say, and I, oh, I apologise to everyone because... Today's been a bit of a rush. I haven't corroborated these answers. So if there is another team... No, I, I was terrified. I completely forgot about Spain. And then, yeah, I remember the final. I remember Holland were in the orange kit, weren't they? So yeah, they wouldn't have been in red. Them. Right. So Cal's Cal, calling conspiracy on this whole quiz. <laughs> I think he's I think he's going to have a slight grin on his face because... Uh, it's just, it might be a slightly quicker quiz today, but um, this final round is... Um, I think I can see what kind of face Cal's going to pull now. This last round, guys, is finish the lyrics to the World Cup songs. <laughs> I'm terrible with lyrics, Cal. You're going to win this one. <laughs> I'm uh, awful. No, that's pressure now. I was, I was, you know what? I was, I was just singing um, the second verse to the three lines as well, and I didn't we know had, the last words. <laughs> we had them all on in the van today. Um, oh, here we go. Well, that's going to make it even worse. No, but that's so. that's, that's good <laughs> yeah. research, though. Like, <laughs> no, well, by the yeah. way, there's a couple. Uh, I, I haven't bothered to give you the lyrics to a couple of them because there's a couple of songs that, like, going down the YouTube rabbit hole. I was like, there's a couple of songs for the 2010 World Cup. Which I don't think anyone. I'm surprised they made the light of day, uh, but we, so we won't Wouldn't go down those. Be a four, four, two. Oh, Bring what is that? That's 2010, I think. Yeah. Hang on, let, me, let me just make sure I got the right oh one my. here. Really good. What, 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 what was the one with Dizzy Rascal? Is that, was uh, that yeah, Euros? That's, that, that's, that's one of the. Oh, was that Euros? Because that's the one. One of the ones I saw. Well, I don't know. I'm sure it was Euros. I don't know. We can talk about it at the end, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Right, so first, Dom's first. going first. Dom's going first. Oh, right. Um, I'm not going to give you the title of the songs. I don't want to give anything away. So you've just got to try and guess the next lyric. With the world at your feet, there's no one you can't beat. Love this band. Love this band. There's a world at your feet. There's no one you can beat. You can't beat. I tell you one thing. I love the band. I love the song. I don't know what this last line is. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm guessing it's World Emotion. Um, the world at your feet is as it can be. Come on, England. I don't know. I'm not. I have no idea. Is it one one lyric left in this? In this. To sentence? be fair, that's not very. Really, it's not very fair. No, it's it's the first half of the chorus is with the world. Right. Like, oh, with the world at your feet, back. there's no one you can't beat. And then it's yes, it can be done. Embrace. And the next line is with the world at your feet, there's no height you can't reach. This could be the one. Embrace. Yeah. World at your feet by embrace. Love embrace. Oh, I'm, glad, I, I'm, I'm so glad you didn't give it to me because I didn't know that last line. I don't even know what, what was. I don't with even the know the world song. at your feet. There's no one you can be. Yes, it can be done. Tune that. That's the one. Carry on. <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. What, what was that for? What World Cup was that for? Oh, I don't know. 2000, um, 2006. Was it? Oh, right. I haven't got a clue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, so, uh, yeah. Cal, let's see if. Because to be fair, I have just put these out in any order. So, uh, but. I wonder if you can do this. <laughs> you got to it's hold Neville to Campbell. 
Oh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, do I get a bonus point if I do the entire team? Oh, oh yeah, you've got, got no, no, I, I want the whole. I want the whole right to the end. It's I'll let, I'll let you. Campbell, Campbell to Rio, Rio to Scalzi, Scalzi, Scalzi Gerard, Gerard to Beckham, Beckham to Heskey. Hesky to our wings in a 5 1. We're there on the board. We We're on the board. <laughs> very, very nice. Any opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Right. Hope we don't get claimed. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, no. <laughs> Imagine. Um, right. Uh, right. What's the next like... one on my list here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I've done six. Because I want to make sure there's two each. So, Dom, your second one is this. And to be fair, you were talking a bit about it before, so hopefully you can remember. Oh, he's getting all the good ones. <laughs> everyone, everyone seems to know the score. They've seen it all before. Seen it all before. Oh, this is the bit I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I know there's a bit between it, but I'll just do the last bit. Was that I remember that tackle by Moore when Lineker scored, Bobby belting the ball. Uh, what's the last bit of that? I've seen it all before. It's something like they just know. So my, it's, it's something about hope and knowing. But I don't think I'll get it. Cal, do you know it? Yeah. Because it's the second verse, isn't it, in it? Um, it's the first verse. Is it the first verse of it? Yeah. All right. I'll just say that there's some uh, there's no hope um, they just know some of that it's, uh, is it close I probably got on. I need to get it completely right to get it it's fine <laughs> come on what else, what else Cal, you do you want to finish the lyric they just know they're so sure ah oh, that was it <laughs> <laughs> something simple like that and then the line after that is that England's gonna throw, yeah, it, throw away, it away. Oh, I got the wrong verse, didn't I? Mm, first oh, no, I got later on the verse. Sorry. Right, Cal. Let's have a yes. look here. There we go. I know, I know. I'm sure we're swiftly thing. running out of good will. Hey, if that one's, I'll be all right. Give me that Johnny Barnes rap. Come on. It's like me and my mum. Oh, really, Cal? Let's see. Because the next one up is the John Barnes rap. So come on, on, Johnny B. But there's a lot of lyrics here, and I'm expecting the whole rap. So I'll give you be ridiculous. (laughs) The whole bloody thing. Right. He had two two lines he got last one. No. He had a lot more. He could they have just said. know I... they're so sure. Right. Yeah, but on, I was actually it. I was actually expecting England's going through. Oh yeah, move. I would right. I would have done I would have done the whole thing. Hey, don't, it. It, if it's just like a little and or a but, don't deduct me for no, that. Yeah, no, yeah, can... this now. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. Right. It's yeah. yeah. You've got to hold and give. You've got to hold and give and do it do at the, it, right, the time. right time. You can't be slow or fast, but you but must you get, must to, get the to the line. Oh, you're really putting me off here. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same. I was like, the delay's <laughs> killing me. Get to no, the line. They try to hate you and hurt you. Defend and attack. There's only one way to get them. That's behind the back. Catch me if you can, because I'm an England man. What you're looking at is the master plan. Oh, wait. 
Come on. Fucking that this is, is the master plan. I think I've oh. gone too far. Uh, we ain't no hooligans. This ain't a football song. Three lions on my chest. No, can't go wrong. I've missed a bit, haven't I? Carl, do you know what? I'm going to give you that. Bit, I? I no, no, bit. you haven't. You've actually got, got it. it. Did I yeah, I think, there was yeah. a bit in between the hooligans. No, I think, yeah, three lines on our shirt. I think it's... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to give it to you because you there was a few little words you missed, but I'm going to give yeah. it to you because... But essentially, yeah, it's there's a, they'll hit you and hurt you, defend and attack. There's only one way to beat them. Get around the back. Get right. around the back. I said behind the back. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It's, it's, it's behind their back. I like it. Right. Well, I love this now. I know. I was going to say, I thought you thought it'd be a conspiracy. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest with you, there's two more <laughs> songs. There's two more songs here. And oh, I'm, I've been a bit of a prick, I have to be honest, because if you can get any of these, good luck to you. That's fine. Dom. Come on. Dom. <laughs> I couldn't get the uh, free lines, so there's no chance. Right. We're England. We're going to score one more than you, England. By the way, it's the stupidest lyric. I swear world, down, it? right? If this is what you're asking him for, yeah, I'm going home. I'm ending this call. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what are you it again. What? I mean that. I mean that. I'm being serious. <laughs> it's the worst lyric in the world, but I had to put it in. I had to Go put on. it in. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, so we're England. We're going to score one more than you, England. You, England. Get off what? it. No more now. <laughs> Do you know what the next lyric is, Cal? If it's nah, 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 I'm going to be It's not, it's not. There, there's no. Actual... Oh, is it? Is this the bit um, where the voice goes a bit funny? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I know this bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you thought I was going to say nah. I thought, I thought you were going to get, if he was going to go, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, there yeah, go. <laughs> no, no, no. Um... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. The... Is this further down? I have no idea. It's the best. Um, <laughs> it's the stupidest fucking lyric I've ever heard in my is he, life. Does he just say like? He just says "book it" at one point. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Dom, I, I actually, I will, I will take pleasure in reading you the lyric if you don't. Go All right, on. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm just gonna say "book it" because I don't know. Go on. <laughs> right. I got a clue. This, this, this. <laughs> is... <laughs> oh, I knew that bit. <laughs> That's the bit he won. No, oh, it's not, it's not a bit one. It's not. It's not. Oh, is it's it not? not. Which, which one the is bit, it? The bit, right. This is the most fucking stupid thing in the world. It says, we're England. We're going to score one more than you, England. Can I introduce you, please, please to a lovely to cheddar cheese? <laughs> Big <Nick>. one, poor one. <laughs> drop, oh. drop one curl, one kick it. This <laughs> is stupid. Oh, fucking hell. Right. Um, sorry, I haven't even been keeping score. I think um, I haven't got any events. So. I'm two nil up on this round, yeah. and we were level before it. I think. Were we? No, no, I think Dom had one more than you. So I think it was nine. So I'm one ahead was... now. No, hang on. It was twenty-one twenty, I think. But uh, yeah. So Cal, Cal be, can be two ahead with this. So it's twenty-two yeah, twenty-one. Cal, I. <sighs> Again, I was kind of scraping the brow for some England songs here, so apologies. No, you don't but, uh... about England songs. I'm confident, Amy. Okay, <laughs> Cal, for the final one of the uh, of the England football songs, 
finish the lyric. How does it feel to be on top of the world? Eh? How does it feel? Is that to be it? Hmm. Yeah. Mm. This must be a rogue one. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know the song? No. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do then, because it's quite a lot yeah, of give it I'll give you I'll give you two or three lines if you can get the next line then. Right. How does it feel to be on top of the world? Now it's for real. You're on top of the world. You're on top of the world, looking like it's gonna happen. No. What Win the World that? Cup. <laughs> England. <laughs> England. <laughs> right. Kill one out. I've never heard Kill that one. I'll I'll take the one the one point Victor. No, I haven't got a clue. All right, so Dom, I don't know if you can play because uh, this is uh, that's what I was asking before about because I was going to do some, I was going to play some of the songs. This Just is a band. It. This Just is a band it. called England United. It was consisting of the Spice Girls, uh, members of Icicle Works, the Lightning Seeds, and a few others. And they released it the week before Vindaloo, and Vindaloo just basically shat all over it. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if, if I play YouTube, will it play on here or no? Um, it can if you blast it out, it might be able to. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, to be honest, I'll see if I can find it. But uh, I'm trying um, to go on, play it, play it now. Then I just gotta quickly find the um, well, I might even on YouTube, so I can't I'll... even, I don't even know what that song is, to be honest. No, no, um, I was trying to think sorry. of what song it... I thought you were gonna go for uh, Back Home, the 1971, and I'm all over that one as well. <laughs> I nailed that as well, but no, I don't, I've, I've never listened to that song. Let's see if I can find it on the old YouTube here because it is. Have you heard this one? Hang on a sec. Still got a mic for him, but hang on. Hang about. Oh, what have I done there? <laughs> Silly prick. So, Cal, you're one up, um, by the way, going into last week. Do you hear this? Do you hear that? Yeah, yeah, we heard, I, well, I heard, heard it then for the first time. In my yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vindaloo will shit on that yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's basically England United, which was a mashup like a super group of people. It wasn't very good, awesome. but uh, some honourable mentions, which I wasn't going to do because. Yes, you mentioned before uh, Dizzy Rascal and James Corden <laughs> did a uh, did a song. It's a great song. Well, it was basically shout, shout, let it all out, and yeah. then Dizzy Rascal would oh, rap. Yeah. It wasn't very Come good, if I'm honest. Um, Aaron Lennon's in the lyrics, I know, at some point. Yeah, yeah and Wayne, we need like we need Rooney at his best or something. 1966, shit. Bobby Moore and that. Well, the other one I might, I don't know if you've seen, is 442's Come on England. Yes, every line. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, that's it's. It, oh, I noticed, and this just speaks to like 20 year old me, but he had Lucy Pinder and Michelle Marsh in <laughs> yeah, the video. Yeah, and I just remember that. that was like, I think I'd have, I think yeah. I had their post, posters on my wall. But like, uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and if Beth watches this podcast, which she might do, I apologise right now, Beth. You don't need to. Look, you don't need what to for ten-year-old you? Ten-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> twenty-year-old me, twenty-year-old me. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, they uh, 
that was quite sad. I thought that one, which is come on, England. Yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't bother doing that one. Oh, right. Bend it thought, I... like Beckham. <laughs> I'm surprised the um, the the um, the Tom hmm. Kitten one, but that obviously was the Euros, weren't it? Yeah. But he's just... coming back. We played it the other night. Oh, okay. Okay. It'll be the one. Southgate, you're the one. That one. It's coming yeah. home again. Uh, but lads, as I say, uh, in my in my hungover state, that was the quiz, and uh, thank you for having me on. And I'm sure I, I know we're talking about next week is the uh, we've got you know a big one next week, so I'm going to try and pull it out of the bag for the final one of the uh, series. And also think of your because um, it's obviously we will have our tenth player for um, next week for the random football of the week. We're going to make a first eleven from that. If you can think of one, then. Let us know, and we will make a four-four-two because it's coming home, isn't it? Yes, it is it coming is. home. It is coming home. Charlie, that was my favourite quiz yet, actually, mate. Yeah, Thank I think so. Yeah. Oh, you changed your tune quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> I did quite well. That's <laughs> gracious in defeat, obviously. Oh, like. Andy, yeah. <laughs> you literally changed your tune. You're like, fucking mix. <laughs> Could tell which one support C. Premier League champion team oh, and a championship yeah. team, you know. <laughs> Little old us, I get it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have that until we get to the Prem. Yeah, love that, love that. But yeah, thank you very much for coming on, Charlie. Always welcome. Like you say, we're we're, we're gonna have you on for all the pod next week if 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 you're available. Um, and yeah, that has been the pod, guys. So if you haven't already, please can you go and subscribe to the channel. I, I can't get the thing up. I've things doomed. <laughs> I'll try and get it. <laughs> I believe, just quickly to finish off, I believe that going to the final week, the score is Cal 22, Dom 21. All to so, play for. Uh, all to play for. Yes. Absolutely. Um, there we go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. Comment below what you thought on the podcast. Go and like it. Go and like it on Spotify as well. Give it a Give it a five stars and we will see you guys for our last podcast of season one. I can't believe how quick it's gone. Yeah. Of the season. So cheers guys. Cheers Peace guys. Out.